Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. See, bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable not only in this life. Bodily exercise is only profitable in this life, but godliness is profitable not only in this life, having promise of this life, but the life that is to come. Now, I want you to notice something here. Godliness is profitable, he said, having promise. Now, there's that word promise again. You'll notice he uses the word promise here according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the believer's authority. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. All right, you have your Bible, 2 Timothy, second epistle of Paul, the apostle to Timothy. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee being mindful of thy tears that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned fate that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, Paul, writing to Timothy here, says to him in the very first verse, according to the promise of life. According to the promise of life. There is no life outside of the Lord Jesus Christ according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's the thing that makes Christianity different than all other religions. In fact, Christianity is not a religion. It's a life. Hallelujah. And so, the Word of God teaches us as John says in the first epistle of John, the fifth chapter, the eleventh and twelfth verse, that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath a life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. And so the life is in the Son, praise God. And if we have him, we have the life. And Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And you know, Jesus said 
The words that I speak unto you in John 6, 63, he said, they are spirit and they are life. And Jesus said, you must be born again. And when we're born again, the life of God, the nature of God, the God kind of life is imparted unto our spirits. And that life recreates our spirits, the real you and the real me, the man on the inside, and makes us new creatures in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God forevermore. The words Jesus said that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Now Jesus is the living word, we know that, but the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Too many times we're following everything else, sometimes following churches and churchanity instead of Christ and Christianity. Of course, churches are supposed to be built on Christ, but sometimes they've left his words and gone to something else. And that's the reason there's no life there. Because the words he said that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. It's the spirit that giveth life. And ye must be born again. You must be born of the spirit of God. We are born of the word and of the spirit. You see, Peter said that we're born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, even the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. Well, I just wonder sometimes if we realize what we receive when we receive the life of God into our spirits. If we've ever really taken advantage of what belongs to us. If we've ever really walked in the light of that life. Now, I know God began to deal with me Oh, 35, 36, really 37 years ago uh, on this particular subject. And I have a lot of thoughts on the subject of eternal life that I've never even preached yet. One of these days I'm going to get around to it. But I remember when our boy was born, when Ken, who's here on the platform, was born. I was pastor of a little church in the black land of north central Texas. And about the same year he was born, 1939, in this church we had a number of young couples and, and there were a number of children that were born, babies that were born into these families. Not because I had any direct leading from God, but based on what I know about the life of God, I made a prediction how these children, who are just babies now, mine only, just recently born, you see, and all the rest of them, I made a prediction how those children were, would turn out when they grew up. I never missed it on a one. I hit it 100%. 100%. No, I wasn't telling fortunes. I wasn't mind reading. I didn't have any kind of revelation from God. I'm going to tell you what I based it on. I based it on this fact that I knew these parents had eternal life. I knew they even had the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but they didn't know what they had and wouldn't listen to what you tried to teach them and weren't walking in the light of it. And if you don't walk in the light of what you have, then it'll show up in your family all the way down. 
Now I knew I knew what I had and I knew I was going to walk in the light of it and I knew it was that that life would pervade my entire family. I knew what it would do in the lives of my children. Are you listening to me? You see the promise of life. There is no promise of life. You notice the text here. He said, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. There is no promise of life outside of Christ Jesus. Are you listening to me? Paul said something else writing here to Timothy. That is very important. He said to Timothy, talking about, he said, bodily exercise profiteth little. And it does. It's not of great profit, but it does profit little because it's good to keep your body in shape. Little profits you in this life. But I like something he said here that's of much more importance. He said, but godliness is profitable. See, bodily exercise profiteth little. But godliness is profitable not only in this life. Bodily exercise is only profitable in this life, but godliness is profitable not only in this life, having promise of this life, but the life that is to come. Now I want you to notice something here. Godliness is profitable, he said, having promise. Now there's that word promise again. You'll notice he uses the word promise here according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. Now then he says a little later here writing to Timothy, godliness, he said, is profitable having promise not only in the life to come but having promise in this life. Too many times I've heard Christians say, well, you know, when we all get to heaven, it'll be different. Well, it can be different in this life if you take advantage of the promise of life that belongs to you. There's some promises that go along with the life. We need to know that. And we need to cash in on those promises and take advantage of what belongs to us according to the promise of life. No promise of life outside of Jesus. Not a bit in the world. Now then I want you to notice something else here in this text. Or this portion of scripture. Skip down there to the, uh, to the sixth verse. And he said, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thy stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Now, Paul had faith in the value of putting on of hands or laying on of hands, in other words. Notice that he said, when I put my hands on you, there was something imparted to you. And he's stirring him up, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that this is so. Amen. And if you don't realize it and know it, I'm stirring you up to cause you to know that uh, something was imparted unto you. Thank God for the laying on of hands. We preached on that one time well, at the beginning of the meeting here. And uh, that's a part and parcel of the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now then here's what the real verse I wanted you to get to though. And that's the seventh verse. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah to Jesus. My, you could just stop right there and have a camp meeting show enough, couldn't you? <laughs> God has not given us a spirit of fear. God never gives anyone fear. 
God never comes with a message of fear. Did you ever notice all through the Old Testament you can read it and then over in the New Testament you can read it that when God sent a messenger from heaven, sometimes an angel or what? That the angel always would first of all begin by saying, fear not. He never did say fear, always don't fear. Fear not, in other words. And when he sent the angels, the angelic choir to sing, and the angels to announce the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, they again they came with the message, fear not. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Praise God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Believer's Authority Curriculum. In this package, there is the Believer's Authority Study Book, the four CDs, the Believer's Authority, the CD set, Reigning in Life as a King, and the book, the Believer's Authority Legacy Edition by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for the special price of $59.95. This is over $25 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Camp Meeting 2015, July the 19th through the 24th. So come and just have a refreshing time in the Lord. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Believer's Authority. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.